Listener-supported KFUO, we are the messenger of good news. I'm Gary Duncan, and you're listening to the Midday Moments program. Thank you for listening and supporting this worldwide ministry. It's time now for our moment in creation with Pastor Warren Worth of Good Shepherd Lutheran Church in Arnold, Missouri. Hi, Pastor Worth. Hi, Gary. Now, I've heard about virtual reality, but you want to talk about something similar. It's connected to virtual reality. You want to talk about virtual children and virtual parents. Is that correct? That's correct. Uh, What got me onto this was uh, an article, a a blog post of Ken Ham at AnswersInGenesis.org. He posted it on June 16th. And it's referring to an article that was in The Guardian, uh, which is a magazine uh, uh, publication, May 31st of 2022. And that, that article is entitled, Tamagotchi Kids, Could the Future of Parenthood Be uh, Having Virtual Children in the Metaverse? Question mark. So let's define a few things. So first of all, what is artificial Intelligence. Well, artificial intelligence is intelligence demonstrated by machines as opposed to the natural intelligence displayed by animals and humans. So uh, our computers are getting smarter and smarter, and some people think that they are or soon will be sentient. And you can do all kinds of things, like you said, virtual reality. So if you have the special equipment uh, and put it on, the, the goggles and so on, it looks like you're in another world, and you can interact with that world. Uh, and that's kind of what let me get into the metaverse. So what's the metaverse? Well, becoming so universal and immersive in its virtual world that is basically indistinguishable from the real world. So if you've got the right computer stuff and other equipment, it's like you're in a whole new world that you can be what you want to be, do what you want to do uh, in a, a futuristic uh, science fiction sort of thing. But they're thinking that science fiction will actually become reality. And then that comes to this, that this uh, book that's coming out is suggesting that people don't really want to have children anymore. Why not? Well, because they're a big bother. Think of all the sacrifices you have to make and changing dirty diapers and dealing with stubborn teenagers and so forth. So the author of this is supposedly proposing that when we get uh, good enough computer stuff and artificial intelligence and the metaverse advances uh, to another level, uh, you can have your own cuddleable digital offspring in this metaverse. Uh, the author of the book says within 50 years, technology will have advanced to such an extent that babies will, which exist in the metaverse are indistinguishable from those in the real world. Apparently, these children will look like their parents who are able to play with and cuddle them, as well as enjoy simulated emotional responses as well as speech. And again, Ken Ham says, well, why would you want this? Well, think of the advantages. Minimal cost and minimal environmental impact, less worry, though you might want a bit of worry programmed into the digital child just to make it more authentic. Uh, What about teenagers? Well, they say if you don't want a teenager, put it off, because parents of digital offspring will likely be able to decide if and when their child grows up. If they get tired of raising their Tomagachi child, well, then you just cancel your monthly subscription. <laughs> I mean, this is crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Um, you do know that Facebook changed its name to Meta. Oh, rec- okay. Yeah, recently. Um, I mean, they still have the Facebook thing, but their parent company is now now called Meta, and it's based on as they see the future of computers and this metaverse. 
yeah, this metaverse, which is you know kind of a, a whole new world that we can invent through our digital intelligence and and make things that people may prefer to the real world. So right. you can have a virtual family, virtual children. Um, and so it, it assumes that a pre-programmed digital child is a worthy replacement for a flesh and blood made in the image of God with an eternal soul child, says Ken Ham. And so he analyzes this uh, from a standpoint of what, what does the Word of God say? Well, the Word of God doesn't talk about computers, but it does talk about children, right? So uh, in Genesis, you know, when God created them, he made them male and female, said the two shall be one flesh, and then said, be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the heavens and over every living thing that moves on the earth. So God gave a command about reproduction. It, uh, it's a real thing. <laughs> that command has never been uh, revoked. God still intends that's the way things should be, not that we should give up real marriage and real families for a uh, make-believe digital one. And again, think about it. God created human beings in his image, and this would be man creating something in man's image, uh, sinful man, sinful image, uh, not a good thing. And, and uh, again, it's, it doesn't really exist as a thing, right? It's all a digital thing. It's uh, zeros and ones or the switch going on and off for an electrical impulse. It's, it's not a real thing, but it can seem real to a person. So imagine if they could make it so good that it would feel to you like you're holding a real baby, uh, that she can smile at you and interact with you, but you don't have the hassle of having a real baby whose diapers you have to change, who gets you up at two o'clock in the morning and needs to be fed, who gets colic and won't, who won't quit crying, uh, and so on and so on and so on. So, uh, we're getting away from what God's word says. Um, you know, once again, we have to understand that uh, this, uh, here's what Ken Ham says. We must understand that the heart will be driving this creation of technology. It's not about developing something fun that people can play around with, like Tamagotchi cho- toys. It's about subverting the family and God's created order and letting creation, the environment, for example, have dominion over man instead of the other way around, as it should be according to God's word. It's another ploy of the devil to try to destroy the family, says Ken Ham. And then he says, thirdly, Christian wisdom says that as with any technology, Christians must be aware of the time commitment that such a product would be. It's very likely the experience will be highly immersive and even addicting, just like how much people's, uh, how much time people spend on social media today, taking away hours and hours each day that could be spent with real family, serving the Lord, doing everything everyday task that God has called us to be faithful in, and all for what? A non-existent, artificial intelligence-driven hologram with no eternal value whatsoever, and that will fade away with this earth. And uh, again, one more thing that Ken Ham points out as he points to God's Word is that uh, he points to Romans one twenty two where it says, claiming to be wise, they became fools. So yes, people with all their wisdom in creating this wonderful technology can abuse it to the point where they think they're so smart, but really it's very foolish to think we can go down that road, thinking that we could have fake children uh, with a monthly subscription cost, and if we didn't like them anymore, all you do is end your subscription and you're done. Uh, that's not certainly a, a biblical way of looking at things. And then Ken Ham points to to Psalm 127, where God's word says, like arrows in the hand of a warrior are the children of one's youth. Blessed is the man who fills his quiver with them. 
you know, Jesus Christ came into this world not as a digital child, but as a real flesh and blood human human being. The world, the Word became flesh. The Word became flesh and dwelt among us full of grace and truth in order to redeem us from our sinfulness, that we're turned in on ourselves and what we selfishly want for ourselves. Instead, Jesus came to live, suffer, die, and rise again so that we could be freed from that, have forgiveness of sins, and receive the gift of eternal life by trusting in Him. And when we do trust in Jesus Christ as our Savior, that opens up the possibility of looking at parenthood and uh, having children and family as a gift from God and a wonderful uh, thing to experience, uh, even in this sin-broken world, that we enjoy being parents, we enjoy our children and grandchildren, and we would never accept something that's artificial instead. Instead, we look forward to spending eternity with our Lord Jesus Christ and hopefully with our believing sons and daughters and grandchildren who will join us uh, with Jesus in eternal glory in that great and glorious day of the resurrection when Jesus comes again. Right. And and we're also created as uh, social beings where we thrive in social settings. We need to meet people. We need to be around people in this virtual reality. Uh, doesn't have that and 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 for for example now my my grandson plays uh, these vr games and stuff but he could also at this point and, and i mean this isn't something in the future this is something he could do right now he could be talking to a friend virtually and they could go uh, virtually to where it feels like they're at a movie theater and they're sitting next to each other they have avatars where uh they're they're at the theater together watching a movie and they could get a movie off of Netflix and put it on the screen or something like that and they could sit there and virtually be at a movie theater in 3D feel like they're right in the room and watch a movie together and that's taken away from what we really need we need that personal relationship with people we need that fellowship with people so um, it's it's a very scary and as they say slippery slope where's it going to go or is that going to replace churches or some churches going to have virtual services uh, not just video services, but where you put those goggles on and you you feel like you're walking into the chapel and you're sitting down and you can see the other people who are there logged in technically virtually uh, at a worship service. And, and we're supposed to worship as, as a community and not in this and, uh, virtual reality. Area. Absolutely. And you can think of the temptation there. Then you can create the religion the way you want it to be, the right. worship of God to be the way you want it to be. And it can start out innocently enough in terms of, oh, well, you don't have to go out to church when there's a danger of getting a virus. Here you can do this safely in your home. Oh, you don't like the church music? Well, you can pick your own church music. Oh, you don't like the preacher? You can pick your own preacher. Mm-hmm. If you don't like the message, you can change the message to be the kind of message you want. Have it your way. So it's kind of like Build-A-Bear or making a sandwich at the fast food shop. You know, you can have it according to your own taste and get very quickly away from having God speak to you clearly from his word uh, with not what you want, but what you need, Mm -hmm. which is law and gospel. God showing you your sin and then showing your Savior from sin, Jesus Christ, the righteous. Would you like to lead us in prayer? I would be glad to do so. I'm using uh, the hymn, uh, Lord of Our Life, which is in Lutheran Service Book number 659. Let us pray. Lord of our life and God of our salvation, star of our night and hope of every nation, hear and receive your church's supplication, Lord God Almighty. See round the ark the hungry billows curling. See how your foes, their banners are unfurling, and with great spite their fiery darts are hurling. O Lord, preserve us. Lord, be our light 
when worldly darkness veils us. Lord, be our shield when earthly armor fails us. And in the day when hell itself assails us, grant us your peace, Lord. Peace in our hearts where sinful thoughts are raging. Peace in your church, our troubled souls assuaging. Peace when the world its endless war is waging. Peace in your heaven. Amen. Amen. Thanks so much for being on the program today, Pastor. My pleasure. We are listener-supported KFUO, the messenger of good news.